Hello and welcome to the Game Changer podcast coming to you live from India. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host and I am truly honored to be here and a little bit challenged in trying to summarize the entire field of transformation course that was held here at One World Academy in about 15 minutes. I'm going to do my best, but what I am going to do actually is pare this down to one concept. Now, as you can well imagine, this is a five-day course, so there's a lot that we went through, but at the end of the day, it really does all boil down to one thing, which is what it takes to truly be present, the value of that, and the cost of it when you're not. With that, I want to give you a bit of a mission statement. It's not really a mission statement. Actually, it's their spiritual vision here at the Academy, and it's a driving force behind this course, and it's truly something that I think applies to all of us, no matter what your age, no matter what your background or what you're currently doing with your life. And that is to really be aware of what our thoughts are, how much of them are rooted in our past or are in some kind of worry about our future, both of which allows absolutely no time to truly be present right now. Now, I am sure that there's a lot of people who believe that they do a really good job of being mindful or present or engaged in a conversation. But I will tell you, if you just take today and pay attention to how many times somebody asks a question and they're looking at their laptop or they're looking at their phone or they're looking off into outer space somewhere and really not engaged and you get a bunch of, "Uh uh-huh, oh, that's interesting sort of responses. I will tell you, especially as it relates to those of us that have children, don't ever ask a question that you are not fully committed to being present in hearing the answer. That is a really big deal. And not just for our children, obviously, for all of us, but I will tell you the thing that will really break a kid's heart is them rushing in the door and saying, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you about this. Oh, okay, great. Tell me all about it. And you're really multitasking, doing 15 different things. And as soon as you hear that they're done talking, then you're, oh, wow, that's really great. And they absolutely know to the core of their soul, you have no idea what they're talking about, nor will you have the ability to truly be present and share in the joy with them of that moment. So a little bit of the backdrop with that is the foundation of the thinking and what they're trying to convey here is that any time we are spent in the past or in the future, that really is very self-centric thinking. And the point of this is to move to other centric thinking. And you can't do that without being present and connected. Because as soon as we go off into, oh my gosh, I wonder how I'm going to pay the bills, and you think that you're worried about that for your family, it's really all about you. It's very self-centered on you. You're not there for their family. You're not there being present and connected to them, thus it being very self-centric. And so the point of these five days was to get you to see that in every light and every which way to a very deep degree. Now, for those people who are my friends and who know this about me, you could even go back and reference the episode 100 where my friend Sonia Hatter interviewed me and she referenced coming over one night, I believe she did anyway, and we were all together for, it was a book review party of mine, and she said, you know, one of the big takeaways for me 
was that I was stressing over my kids and, you know, my mom watching them and whether they were okay and if they were going to fall asleep or if I was going to be home in time. And, and I looked at her and said, look, while you're here, be here. Your mom's with the kids. If anything goes haywire, your phone's right there. She'll text or call or get a hold of you. But there's no way you can be here and your mind be there because I can assure you, if you go rushing home out of some make-believe worry, the second you get home, you're going to wish that you hadn't left and that you were actually back here. So the reality is, at the end of the day, you're never really anywhere with anyone. That is truly the point of being present and connected. Again, all of my friends know if I'm talking to you, I can tell if you're on your laptop or on your phone or multitasking, and I just simply will stop talking and say, hey, how about if you call me back when you actually have time? So for me, and this is a big deal to me, this five days here took it to an even greater level. It is something that all of us need to consider. And when I say a deeper level, I even in my mind was justifying if I was worried for you or worried about somebody or thinking about somebody, or I was sad over the loss that somebody was going through. Um, I have a couple of people in my life who have recently lost a family member or lost a pet. And there is a point in time absolutely for mourning. It is a tremendous loss when we wake up the next day and realize that we can't reach over and pet the dog on the head or pick up the phone and call somebody. And that takes time to figure out what your new normal is going to be. But then there's a time that we stay stuck in that space, in that past space of what it was like. And, you know, I won't have those memories again. And then looking forward, what will my life ever be without them? So we kind of teeter totter between these feelings of sadness and sorrow or, or guilt over what I didn't say from the past. And then some kind of concern about our future. And all the while, the people who are with us, our family, our friends, we slowly pull away from them, lose that connection. And this is where you see people's lives completely fall apart after a tragedy. That connection is lost and they don't have the ability to be able to pull back into the now and realize that as long as I am in a space that is now gone, it's over. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can change. The only thing you can do is focus on being present, being real here in the moment for the people and things in your life that truly do matter. So with that, I will tell you that once again, there was another great story that came out of this uh, week. There were actually several. And for any of you that know me or listen to this podcast, you know I truly live for stories and I am a storyteller. It's my way of conveying anything that I'm trying to communicate. A point is for me always better through stories. So this one is also that. Now, I want to make the connection to this story because it may seem like, why is she telling the story? It has nothing to do with this whole concept of being present. What I want you to feel through this story is what it takes to break a habit. When we have a habit of constantly reflecting on the past or living in a state of worry, and there are those people out there that I don't even know that they would know how to think a thought outside of some state of worry. That is going to take a mind shift into thinking and being a whole different way. That in and of itself can be its own challenge. With that, let's launch into what apparently is a very famous and well-known uh, story in Indian culture. So there are these two women, 
and they both live in this certain village, and they each have a different skill set. One of them is a flower picker. She goes out and gathers flowers and then sells them at the market. Another is somebody who goes out and gathers fish and brings them back to the village and sells them at the market. They typically don't travel together, but this particular day they did. So off they go. It's a two-day journey to get to where the flowers are and where the fish are. They collect everything that they need that they can possibly manage to carry back, and they're on their way back to their village. Again, it's a two-day trip, so they have a one-night sleepover. That night, while they're sleeping together in the same room, the person who had picked the flowers within a few minutes falls completely asleep. I mean, just out within a couple of minutes, sawing logs. The other gal, however, who was the one who collected the fish, tosses and turns for hours on end, looking over at her friend thinking, what in the world is going on? I normally sleep very well. Why can't I sleep here? She's thinking through her mind, what, is it the bed? Is it the pillow? Is it the temperature of the air? No, actually all of them feel very familiar to the same sort of conditions that she has at home. So she's laying there thinking, what in the world could it be? Why can I not sleep? What feels so different here? And in that moment, it dawns on her that she is laying there in that room smelling this bouquet of flowers because she's now traveling with this gal who had picked bundles and bundles of them. She realizes that's not her norm. She's used to the smell of fish. So being the wise woman she is, she rushes over to get one of the baskets that she had used earlier that day to collect fish and puts it over her entire head so that she is engulfed in the smell of fish rather than that smell of flowers. Within a few minutes, she falls restfully asleep. They get up the next morning, they're on their journey back to the village, and the gal who had gathered the fish tells this woman about her experience the night before and how smart she was to have figured it out and to have very wisely remedied the situation. Now here's the takeaway. It's what I mean about breaking habits. How many of us would rather maintain the smell of fish because it's what we know, it's our comfort zone, it's how we can sleep at night, over the smell of flowers that clearly I think most of us would agree is a better scent if we have to smell something between the two, we're going to err on the side of smelling flowers. But how many of us are willing to deal with a few sleepless nights in changing a habit, in changing our life, in changing a way of being that is going to be uncomfortable and different and a bit of the unknown? How many of us are willing to make that journey to do what it takes over going back and putting a basket of fish smell over our head because we'd rather stay in our comfort zone than make a change, even when at the depth of our soul, we know that it's better and it's what we need. My ask for you in this week's podcast is to do just that. Really spend time reflecting, especially today, as soon as you're done listening to this, When you ask a question, think about how often you ask a question and then immediately go into some multitask because you got that question out there, especially how are you? Hey, how are things going? You know, 99 times out of a hundred, someone's going to say, oh, they're great. How are things with you? You're already on your phone. You're already checking email. Oh, they're great. Thanks for asking. It's automatic. It's not present. Neither one of you for that matter. Both of you are probably having that conversation on your phone or on your laptop or whatever you're doing. And there's absolutely zero connection. The more we can break that spell, the more we can break that pattern, not just in multitasking, but when you see and hear and feel your thoughts that have to do with the past or some issue or worry or concern or freak out about the future, 
in that moment, stop and think, I can't be there and here simultaneously. It is impossible. Again, if you have kids, really focus on this. The next time you're with them, how much of the time are you looking in them in the eyes, being fully present and engaged? And as they're telling you a story, you're reliving it with them as though you were there and celebrating that level of joy as though it is your own joy. This is what transforms lives and families, coworker relationships, everything across the board. Not easy, but absolutely doable. And the more of this we get into the practice of this, this is easier done, I can tell you, with a consistent meditation practice. The more we can realize that when we cut out external noise and sit with silence, sit with our breath, really become present with ourselves, which by the way, if you can't do that, if you can't truly just be present with you in your own silence, in your own quiet, it is absolutely impossible for you to be truly present with another. So I know that I'm preaching a lot here about meditation. I want to tell you, it's insanely valuable. It means everything in transforming your life and your relationship with others. That is absolutely for sure. If you don't have the opportunity to come to India, check their website, oneworldacademy.com. They are going to be, if you do live in the United States, between March 1st and March 5th, they will be in Miami. This is a fantastic course. It is the very first time that they are putting on what is called the Beautiful State Program. Its focus is on relationships, family, especially if you have children, financial abundance, really what it takes from a foundational level to transform those areas of your life to truly what would be considered magical. If you have a chance to go, go. If you are anywhere else in the world, jump on their website. They have classes all around the world throughout 2017 and beyond. Check them out. Every one of these classes is going to offer some different perspective and some different insight that really will impact the whole of your life. I hope you've had the opportunity as well to jump over to Snapchat or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I've been posting during the week different shots of morning yoga, different areas of the campus so that you can check it out and kind of somewhat be on this journey with me. It really is absolutely fantastic. I will continue to do that for this week. Today starts teacher training. So I meditation teacher training to be more exact. So I hope that you have a chance to check those out this week. As I said, I will be posting there again as well. And to end this podcast, as we do with the pet of the week. Now, if you missed last week, we have Bella and Spike who really need a home. Apparently, they have not been adopted this week. They still do. So check them out from last week's, which is over at thegamechangerpodcast.com. If you weren't aware of that, that's where my show notes are, pictures of the pet of the week, and some typed notes, maybe a little bit different version from uh, what I'm actually saying here on this podcast. So you can check out that as well. However, this week, we have a cat. Normally, I don't, uh, I don't think I've talked about too many cats. Maybe one other time. But this is Handsome Benz, like as in Mercedes Benz, B-E-N-Z. He is uh, playful and affectionate, loves having attention, and gets getting a lot of cuddles from you. Apparently, when he got there, he had an injury on his leg, and so it had to be removed. 
He is now doing great. His three legs absolutely do not slow him down. This cat is actually, uh, quite frankly, very adorable. He would like an active family that will spend time playing with him and giving all of the, giving him all of the love that he deserves. He is about seven years old. He's a neutered male and is an orange tabby, domestic short hair. Check it out on the website. Like I said, it's over at thegamechangerpodcast.com if you get a chance. This is over at the Orange County Animal uh, Center. Am I getting that right? The link will be on my uh, website, so please jump over there. It is a fabulous organization. I truly love the work that they're doing. And again, if you don't live in Southern California, the intention here is to get you to think again about how you can impact not only the lives of our human friends, but the lives of our animal friends as well. If you have a chance to go and get a rescued animal or one out of an animal shelter, it truly is, I think, one of the greatest gifts we can ever give. There are entirely too many abandoned animals who have unfortunately been abused or just left behind that really deserve better treatment than that, that all of us have the opportunity to change and impact. So in closing, thank you so much for sharing this journey with me. It really has truly been my pleasure. As always, make it an absolutely magical week. Be present with the people in your lives. When you're talking to somebody, look them in the eye. Put down everything else you might even consider doing. Be there for them. Share that moment with them. Connect with them. It truly is what life is all about. Thank you so much for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Podcast.